We're back with Rolly. Rolly in the house. What's up, guys? What's up, Daddy-o? This is, we're going on our, what, seventh year of Liquor Run. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's I think know, it's seven years. I was scrolling through some of the old YouTube uh, channel. You were so heavy. I was huge. <laughs> I mean, I think Rolly A. Rolly. Rolly A. Well, you look beautiful. <laughs> you got to And you're, you're aging like a real distinguished, distinguished gentleman. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, you look great. Good for you. My inner squartsy. Yeah, I hope to look as handsome <laughs> as you at at fifty seven. Uh, yeah, fifty seven. We've got a great episode today, guys. Obviously, uh, we uh, we are as I've promised going to be releasing the first fifteen ish minutes of the episode here for you on Spotify. But the remainder of the episode uh, is going to be available on our Patreon. So go on Patreon slash Christian Zerone for the full episode. Um, we talk about a ton today. We talk about uh, we talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about fatherhood. We answer a really important question in my mind, which is. Um, the difference between a hobby and a business. And these are two very different things. And if you treat your business like a hobby, contrary to popular belief about passion, you're basically fucked from the get-go. And that's something that you taught me. So, uh, so yeah, we're having a great conversation today. Go ahead and join our family, our Patreon family again at patreon.com slash questions our own. Um, we've got a beautiful community over there. We're, we're releasing three episodes a month. Um, we have some great stuff coming up. We interviewed John Buckley recently. We've got a couple of other like legendary vintage watch dealers. Uh, Michael and I, of course, one hour full uh, every couple of weeks. Um, it's a great community. We're having a blast. Go ahead and join. And uh I guess that's it. Let's get into your let's get into your, you know, fifteen minute fifteen minute version. Yeah, which is fun too. Let's get at it. Let's do it. Today I wanted to talk about you know part of my upbringing specifically, and I guess the the, the place to start it is you got your you your your company told everyone to stay home in October. Was it? Uh, sub, uh September. So, so to explain that to me, because you didn't really work for months. You were employed, but you didn't work for right. So talk, talk to me about that. The signs were pointing that the company would, really was not in good financial health, and and the uh, the news from from the from the FDA, you know, basically was like a dagger in the heart, and uh, uh, that that uh, we were not going to be able to pursue an indication where we was much needed, not only for patients but also for revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, that was basically the death blow. As those things developed, uh, we were still you know, still working, and <laughs> we were told to not 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 go out and spend the dime. Mm-hmm. So you, you basically on salary and domicile arrest, right? <laughs> right. You know. So and when you found out you were in Florida, right? Oh, that well, well. Oh no, no, no yeah. yeah. How no, we we were already we were already in their house arrest. You were already in their house arrest, right? So you were waiting for waiting to hear what was going to happen, and then that then we had a call uh, Halloween, where uh, you know our CEO said that you know the commercial operations uh, they they have no no other choice but to let the commercial team basically go, mm-hmm. with the exception of few few people who had to stay on for for essential purposes, right? Mm-hmm. To keep the lights on and 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 service any customer needs, but pretty much everyone was 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 laid off um, a week and a half later. Yeah. So since then, since that time up until you know, the 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 turn of the clock, the 2022, 23, um, like no work, right? It just you're 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 getting paid, but but uh, but uh, but you're really not able to travel. You're not able to really interact, and then things like and you know all those things that that you do when. Uh, <laughs> When you're in a 
in a position where you're where you're customer facing. Right. So you're still being paid. Right. So there's there's nothing wrong there. But what does it do to you to not have purpose, to not have I mean, it gets fucking, I mean, not only boring, because boring is an understatement, right? I mean, it really becomes what? You think, you tell the story to anyone and say, oh, that's great. You're making a good, you're, you're making great money and I'm working money. Now, what a score. What a score. You got a fucking no-show. Oh, yeah. You got a no-show. Down at the court. Show. That's right. Yeah. Fucking Joey Cantalupo got it for him. Guy's a good guy. His uncle got it. But Rolly's got it now. It's a very serious position he got. His brother-in-law is an idiot. But fucking got his brother-in-law is an asshole. Uh, no, but for real. You, yeah. So you basically had a no-show job for all intents and purposes. Right. Not that it was uh, your doing. No, right. But you're sitting around. You're being paid. One would think that that would... That's great. That's great. But re in, in reality, you lose what? You lose a sense of accountability because you, yeah. you start to dwindle. You, you need to be doing... You become atrophied. Right. So your mind, you know, you, you want to stay sharp. You want to, you want to be in the, in the state of, you know, the thrill of the chase, right? You right. want to be closing deals. You want to be, you know, doing things that are moving business forward. Right. And this was basically uh, a state of, uh, you know, suspended reality, mm -hmm. right? Where, where yes, um, the bank account shows that everything's fine, but your day to day is, is just the, the, the most exciting thing is just after brushing your teeth, that's it. So you're almost so, waiting for cocktail out. <laughs> that's um very, very, very strange uh, situation. Um, not for me. And it's funny because you know you bring kind of like the first theme of of what I wanted to talk about here is is exactly that, right? Like like you know we talk a lot about losing purpose, and and that that means to imply that you ever had purpose, which isn't even necessarily. I give him, right? Plenty of folks don't don't even have, don't, we're never energized. Plenty of folks were never energized at all, right, by their career. Um, and then there were folks that were at one point and then then in situations like yours or in other situations, lost it, right? It The, the example that I always bring out is, you know, the way that FDR handled the New Deal versus the way that LBJ handled the Great Society, right? And it's, it's, we, we, both presidents understood that, that the, that the country needed financial help. Both presidents understood that there needed to be some sort of, you know, socialist programs and aid. I agree with that completely. FDR understood that you can't send out free checks. FDR understood that we got to put people to work yeah. and work on work on even things that you know don't even matter, right? We're putting on plays, you know, finishing parks. It didn't matter. Get them working because if they're not working and they're cashing checks like you were, you start to just lose your sense of self, yeah. all pride, accomplishment. And I think that that exactly that you know is is truly one of the great silent killers of of our generation and and the generation before us you know this started in the, in, the, in the 70s or the 60s you know and i i just know so many folks millennial kids you know that they go through something similar right kids my age that you know uh don't have a strong sense of self or purpose you know and i look at someone like you and uh and a lot of your purpose not all of it because a lot of your purpose is derived from being a father but but so much of it is derived from being active at work, from killing or eating what you kill, right? Eating what, yeah, eating what you can hunt, you know? And that's, you know, that's interesting. And I want to say that, that, you know, I was humbled by the fact that the company, when it made, you know, its decision to keep a very small crew, right? I was one of that, the small number of people. That which was beautiful. Which was a testament to the, to the value that I brought for the organization. It was loyalty. You, give, loyalty. you gave a lot of loyalty over yeah. five years and they repaid yeah. you with loyalty. Right. You know, yeah. they, they could, they could, they continued paying you because 
they wanted you to be okay. Yeah. You know, which is beautiful. And that's not that common. No, it's not. You so, know, but they didn't fuck you by any means. Not at all. You know, not at all. That's wonderful. You were still yeah, but, going a little bit of crazy. You go brain, your brain atrophies. You want to, you want to stay sharp. You want to be in a position to make decisions. You know, you want to solve problems. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and, and you want to see progress or you want to, you want to take on problems. Right. You want to solve them. Right. And, uh, and that's what halted. Yeah. Because it was way, it was out of our control. Right. It be, it, then it went to the courts. Right. Do you find that a lot of folks your age, because I can definitely speak about my generation, what about yours? Like, mm -hmm. do you find that folks your age really have a sense of purpose or are they, because it's different generations, right? You were, I mean, you were born in what, 60? 60, 65. 65. I'm born in 95, right? So these are very different times, yeah, you know? Very different. What, what, what do you think, what do, what do you notice about, about your kind of colleagues, your, I don't know, age group, your, your generation? So what do we consider, Generation X? I really, I, I, people call you guys boomers. I don't even know. Well, maybe we're boomers. Yeah. I know what we, we, You're right. I think maybe our parents were. I, I don't know what I were. Anyway, you guys uh, look at the world very differently than we did. You know, we, we were we were taught uh, to go get educated, get a job, get a career going. Um, I, I It wasn't instilled upon me. And I think many of our, many of my colleagues, my friends to go on and be entrepreneurs. Mm. It wasn't that way, mm -hmm. you know, but we also didn't have the, this digital revolution, the industrial revolution that is the internet, right? To go out and build a business. No, you guys had corporate boom. We had corporate. That's right. That 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 was our our way to move up. And oh yeah, money. Which oh yeah, was to get into a company, work really really hard, yep. and then and then you know and try to climb up the ladder. Or medicine. Medicine was huge in your era. Mm -hmm. Medicine was huge, right? Yeah. That's right. You know, whereas, mm -hmm. you know, on my era, it's not, it's changed. Right. Yeah. Right? My era, a lot of doctors don't have the opportunity to become wealthy in the same way that doctors of your generation did. Right. Yeah. You know, and it was medicine is just everywhere. The, the, the whole, yeah, that, yeah, the whole model, the, that whole model has changed for sure. You don't have this private doctors no. owning their own shingle. No. Now they're part of a system for sure. So they're salaried employees. Yeah. So you you don't see as many uber millionaires right in medicine anymore right yeah I mean you yeah. see well paid well paid. yeah yeah they're well paid well paid yeah but that they're not rich about the debt no no you know, you're graduating at at twenty seven or something with three hundred thousand dollars in debt right gonna make two twenty five again great money blah 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 blah, blah. yeah but it's it's you're not rich no you now I'm no whereas no. whereas the promise of medicine you know yeah. years before was that you actually could build your own shingle and make. Make a ton of money, maybe you know, become a decamillionaire, sure. which a lot of your colleagues did do. You know, I gotta, this is totally off topic, but one thing I gotta, you know, applaud you for. Again, totally off topic, and I'm not kissing your ass because I, my my instinct would be to call BS on this. I really would, and I would call BS on a lot of people. But but I because I know you so well. Every time medicine comes up, and every time you know uh, uh, you know the viability of a, of a of a of a compound comes up, whatever, you always mention patient health you always like that is I, I would not give that credit to anyone i think everyone's full of shit i really do you now which we've kept the guy you actually do care about about patient advocacy phenomenally that, that, that's a legacy not that anyone will ever give a shit because people don't care but i got to give it to you man that is really that's really commendable i've spent uh, 31 years 
I began in the pharmaceuticals in 1992. Um, th some of the the most outside of some of the the the, the bonuses, the commission that I, that I made over the years. Some some years were great, right? Some not so great. But I can't tell you exactly how much money I made in one particular quarter. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but I do remember moments when I've had doctors pull me into a in their clinic to meet a patient mm. that the drug that I was selling afforded uh you know in particular one story uh, uh this this grandfather mm. was put on the drug that I was that I was in in in, in oncology lung cancer drug and um, the doctor had a conversation with me and I explained to him you know the benefits of, of, of starting this drug he did he tried it and then he called I happened to go visit him that particular day that that gentleman was there with his family and he and he called me he said come come in here come in, right? i need you to meet these people okay and he said you need to thank me because because he told me about the drug and and wow. you were able to see your daughter's wedding or you know the wedding yeah uh it was a family wedding he for his daughter and they were they were from argentina yeah. and they spoke to me in spanish yeah. and they were crying yeah and I remember just go. I was up against the wall, really, because right. I was like, "Whoa!" I said, "I didn't. I. I, I did nothing. Yeah. What I did was I have a relationship with this doctor, and I was able to explain to him why it could make sense to have this. This, you know, a patient on this drug yeah. and what it could do. Yeah. And so those are the stories, and that's why I. I. I, I enjoy what I do yeah. for that reason. Yeah. When I connect with with patients. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, and and and. Uh, because it validates what I'm doing. That somewhere through this whole wacky system, that is yeah. the healthcare system, there is something good that's happening. It's so funny, man. Yeah, that yeah, I, I think that's I think that's rather unusual, and and I it, I only believe it because you're saying it, and I've heard you say it so many times, like in passing. That's the only reason I believe it because I don't even know if I have that in my body. I you know, and that and that's that's a level of I, I, I'm not proud of that. I'm not a, I'm not embarrassed. I don't think I'm a bad guy. I don't have that. Right. But but no. But I really admire that. I really admire you. Yeah, I love this platform. Pretty cool, right? I love, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we both have faces for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I want to, uh, you know, I've got, we, we've, there's a lot to share, both things we can encourage and things we can tell people to stay away from that we had to learn the hard way and the easy, you know what I mean? It's not just with you and me, it's, it's with other folks, whether it's Sam or whether it's cousin Jackie, you know, people that we're bringing on and. And and then obviously my guests from the watch industry and right there's a, there's a lot of things we're going to talk about but generally the theme here is going to be you know directing people onto the path of calling bullshit where they see it and and doing just a fucking good job when yeah. they're going to do something yeah because if you're not going to do a good job then why even do it don't do if it. you're not going to be a good dad why be a dad what are you doing what why even do it right. if you're going to coddle your kid you know don't be surprised when they're impotent at 28 right. Don't be surprised. This is your doing, right? For your own ego, you coddled, right? Because you thought that it was a it was a reflection on how on how great your life is. You know, you thought that it's so great to coddle your kid, yeah, because that means I'm rich, right? You know what I mean? Like fuck you. And your kid's not great at everything. Your kid's gonna suck. Your kid sucks. sucks. It's like everyone else's kids, right? Your kid sucks. Sucks in most things. Oh my god, your kid sucks. Just like I did. Just like that's right. Sucks. That's right. Stop it. Get over it. Get over it. Let's get out of here. All right.